Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Hey everybody, welcome to the Are You Listening podcast, where two friends sit down to talk about music for a little while. My name's Scott, I'm here with my good friend Brand. Brand, how are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Scott. Good. Good. It's a lovely Sunday morning. I don't feel like elaborating on that. I'm doing fine. You're just doing <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, this week, I gave you a record to listen to that you had never listened to before. And that was Young Beauties and Fools by the Glorious Sons. Never heard the name of the act. Never heard the name of the record. Had no idea what I was in for at all. So you didn't know any of these songs at all beforehand? In my notes, there's a possibility that maybe I heard one or two of them, but I can't gotcha. be certain. Okay. Well, I told you last week that I was excited to give this to you because I was excited to do research on this band because there was very little that I knew about them at all. So I'm guessing you didn't hit a moment where things were like, oh, no, these are bad dudes. These are bad people. No, and you did because I, I didn't get attacked. No, there's so little about them that okay. I have... Hardly any notes. It's really a disappointment. Okay. I hope you just went hard on the releases and the charts then. Yeah, we're we're just going to have to talk and talk and talk about charts. It's my specialty. Yeah, there we go. So we'll get started on this limited amount of notes that I took. The Glorious Sons are a Canadian rock band from Kingston, Ontario. I don't know about you, but I didn't hear Canadian at all when I first heard this band. <laughs> What are you expected to hear in Canadian, though? You're expected to hear an A? You're expected to hear... Like, I, I don't think that's something you can really... I don't think you can really differentiate. Like, isn't Pup Canadian? I didn't know Pup was Canadian. Yes, Pup is Canadian. Yeah. Like, they don't sound... I, I don't know what sounding Canadian is. Do they just talk about <laughs> maple syrup? I don't understand. Oh, that'd be my favorite band. I love maple syrup. I like maple syrup. I don't know what a full band of it. <laughs> I just didn't like this band sounds more like they come from like down south to me or the Midwest. Yeah, like or the some Mid-South. influences in what, southern what music, southern rock. That's southern, right? St. Louis. St. Louis. Is it's it's Nelly land. That's all I know. Yeah. Which. No, I'll get that later. Never mind. I okay. had a Nelly piece. I had a Nelly thing, but it's not important currently. <laughs> God, understood. That'll I make like sense how in the I future. mentioned Nelly, but it's like like foreshadowing later on. You know, it is a little bit random, <laughs> completely random. So yeah, they formed uh, in 2011 as a five piece with brothers Brett and Jay Emmons. Uh, Brett on vocals, Jay on guitar, Andrew Young on guitar, Chris Hout on bass, and Adam Paquette on drums. After their formation, the band released their EP, Shapeless Art, in 2013, featuring the single Mama, which ended up charting at number six on the Canadian rock radio charts. Okay, if if I know barely anything about the American charts, I know less <laughs> about the Canadian charts. Right, we need to get on the Canadian charts and see what's up with those. Like you mean put a song out and get on them? Or... <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Just talking about maple syrup and saying a lot of A's. 
That, that's that's what we're gonna do. We're American. That feels <laughs> weird. Gonna, that. I was gonna say I feel slightly offensive saying that, so I can't mm-hmm. imagine actually doing it. Uh, shout out to all our Canadian friends. It'd be like going to like India and doing a horrible like a poo accent and making a song Ooh, in no. it. Like that's what that would be. Like that's what that would be like. I was thinking more, you know, the dude who did the Apu voice, who is, what, isn't he a white guy? Is he? I have no idea. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a white guy because he, he just stepped down a couple years ago. And like, come on now, a little too late. <laughs> wow. You yeah. did Apu. You did Apu for 25 years. 20, <laughs> yeah. 20 plus years. And now it's like, you know yeah. what? I think I should not do this. Weird. Right. Weird. Weird. Part, but all right. Sure. You were cool when those checks were rolling in, though. And he still gets all those residuals, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, start start refusing those residual checks, and then we'll start we'll we'll start the. <laughs> then we'll have a process. conversation about you doing the right thing. Uh, the band re-released the EP after signing to Black Box Music with an additional track, "White Noise," which reached number two on the Canadian rock radio charts. So when they first released the EP, their single reached number six. Re-released the EP on with a new single and it reached number two. So they're doing something right. Yeah. They, they know how to dominate these Canadian charts. (laughs) The band went on to tour. Uh, Then began recording their first full length in March of 2014. Their album, the union was released September 14, 2014. It was nominated for a Juno award for best rock album. And the glorious sons were nominated and won group of the year and rock group of the year at the Sirius XM Indie Awards at Canadian Music Week in 2015. So, like a legit Canadian indie band, like without a doubt. Yeah. Like if you're winning award indie awards, winning. yeah. That's I, I got I got indie. Like I, I knew that was happening. Like I knew it was an indie right. band, but the fact that they're winning these awards feels wild because I've never heard of them. Uh, then again, right? Never really heard of pop either. So, yeah, right. I guess right. I don't have my finger on Canada's pulse. You don't, you don't have the pulse of Canada. The band began recording their second full-length album, Young Beauties and Fools, in Los Angeles in February and March of 2017 with producer group Fast Friends. The band signed international label deals with Earache Records in the UK, Europe, and Japan, and with BMG Rights Management in the US and Australia to release the new album. I never thought about the process of like having to get different companies to release your stuff in different countries. Yeah. Yeah, I there was there was there's been a couple acts that we've done that they had to do that, but ear earache feels wild. Like earache I don't know anything about like, earache. Well, maybe they're just maybe they just have the rights now cuz earache's doing a lot of represses of old records that either didn't have pressings or mm-hmm. like are in short supply and they're all death metal, deathcore, technical oh, really? death metal. Like yeah, that's why earache feels really weird for me. Maybe maybe I just don't know the extent of earache, but Maybe, the maybe in 2017 it was different. Maybe they're just trying to get anything. I don't think so. Because <laughs> it's not like these <laughs> records that they're repressing are new records. Like some are from 1996. And like they were oh, an E-Rake okay. band in 96. From what I from what I think. I'm not oh, 100% weird. sure. But that right. earache feels weird. But again, if it's just a company for the rights to distribute, then sure. Like, I guess they don't have to promote maybe. Like if they're just distribu- distribution, they don't have to promote. I don't know. Yeah. We're getting deeper in the weeds and I know what we're talking about. That's all right. I don't know what I'm talking about either. <laughs> Young Beauties and Fools was released October 13th, 2017, which would have been the date of Emily and I's 10 year anniversary. Hey, happy 10 years. Hey. What's yeah. the what's the 10 year anniversary like material? There was a long time there that I was actually following that. It's 10. Is it cotton? It's 10. Tin, tin or aluminum. So get her a can of Coke. I think I probably did. <laughs> I, I mean, it was probably in addition to an actual gift. Just a roll of aluminum uh, foil. Here you go, Han. Happy anniversary. Tin foil. Hope you enjoy. Make me some cookies. Um, oh, we stopped. We stopped doing gifts for anniversaries a while ago. Um, the album was written in under two weeks. Music Existence called it a tightly produced, unapologetically fun record, which provides a genuine, unpretentious look into the emotional volatility of youth. The soundboard reviews called the record an album that's perfectly listenable and for the most part likable, but would be an absolute nightmare to dissect in depth simply because there's so little there. Oh, boy. Yeah. And what right. are we here to do? 
And what are we I here know, to do? I know that had me worried when I wrote that down. Uh, the Spill magazine praised the album as relatable and catchy, an easy listen with a whole lot of heart. We haven't we haven't done written reviews in a while, so I found a few and I wanted to throw them in there because I was so light on notes. Yeah, because you had no notes. You had to fill the you had to fill this out somehow. Yeah, I had to fill the void at the Juno Awards of 2018. Young Beauties and Fools won the Juno Award for Rock Album of the Year. Other records that were nominated were Grace Street by Big Wreck, Outrage is Now by Death from Above, Wake Up Call by Theory, and Feed the Machine by Nickelback. Oh, I forgot Nickelback was Canadian. Yeah, buddy. This album beat out a Nickelback. It sure did. I went back in those Juno Awards to see, like, what other bands would have like were nominated for different years for the Juno awards. It was all these same, like five bands. (laughs) I mean, beating out Nickelback's huge. They're, they, they're absolutely one of the biggest bands ever come out of Canada. I mean, Rush. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They're bigger than triumph already. Right. So triumph is gone. Yeah. Rush is the only big one that comes to mind. So Nickelback has to be one of the biggest Canadian rock. Yeah, Rush is the biggest in my mind. Drake, if we're going outside of the genre. Yeah, but he's not rock. Young Beauties and Fools peaked at number 16 on the Canadian Billboard charts. It also featured a lineup change when Chris Coster took on guitar duties when Andrew Young left the band. Now, when I looked up to see what happened, why Andrew Young left the band, there's nothing there. He just left. Oh, so we just said, all right, guys, I think we're good here. They shook hands like like gentle Canadians and took off on their own way. <laughs> yeah. Have a good one. Lovely working with you. Have a great career after me. I'm just trying to think of the politest things to say when you break up a band. I don't know. Best wishes. And then they just walk yeah, Best wishes. Wishing you well on your future endeavors. Well, from there, that's, like I said, very little in the way of notes. So I'm just going to jump into the records that were released uh, October of 2017. We'll see where you were. Hopefully there's something. And these aren't just Canadian releases. Yeah, 2017, there's probably some... I probably know some of the hits. I was already into pop music at the time. Yeah, there's definitely some things we've talked about previously on the show that you'll be into. Coming out on the 6th of October, 2017, August Burns Red Phantom Anthem. I know the band. I don't remember the record at all. I don't know this record either. I didn't know if you were into August Burns Red at all. There's a couple records I was. I don't remember this one at all. At all. I think we listened to the new one that came out this year. Oh, Death Below. I liked it. I liked the new one, Death Below. Yeah. But I don't remember this Phantom Anthem at all. Yeah, I don't know it either. Like, I Uh, think Leveler might be the last one I I, I know. Yeah, hmm. I think Leveler is the last one. That's 2011. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is far beyond that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also on the sixth, we have the Black Dahlia murder bringing out Nightbringers. Um, I know I probably listened to it, but I don't recall it at all. This is a big one, two swing and a miss for me. On yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is what I the two I thought you might have uh, something to say about. Well, here's one you might have something to say about. Uh, give it to me. Gwen Stefani putting out You Make It Feel Like Christmas. No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. I've never I've never been a huge Gwen Stefani person. I, I get uh, the yeah. the catchiness of like Holler Batgirl. Yeah, that's catchy as hell, even though I hated it when it was overplayed. But uh, yeah, I now, hated it. Going back now, I think it's pretty good. But I was more uh no doubt era Gwen Stefani. Yeah, I never even cared about No Doubt. So it never really did anything for me. I only really cared about them pre Tragic Kingdom. And then I believe we talked about it before. And I said, Tragic Kingdom, aside from the hits that went nuts, uh, not a good record. Yeah, I've never listened to a full No Doubt record. So I have no opinion. Oh, I'm not giving you one. So (laughs) feel free to listen to one if you want to. Tell you what's not going to happen. Listen to a No Doubt record. (laughs) Yeah, it's not going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. We have other ones coming out on the 13th. We have Beck with Colors. I don't think you've ever listened to Beck, have you? <laughs> I know Beck and I know some of the Beck hits. I'm not a Beck guy. Yeah, I kind of figured you weren't. He's kind of more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's hard to figure it out. It's hard. It's hard to figure it out. It's hard yeah, to figure out. I was going to say he's Beck. more indie and singer songwriter than you like, but he's also way more eclectic in different 
yeah. eras of his life. So, or career. Um, so it's hard to pinpoint what a, an opinion on Beck would actually be. Yeah. I'm not saying I would probably ever like, like I'll, I'll probably like something by Beck event at some point. If I ever dig in, there's probably something in there for me. Cause that's what I do here is that he is very eclectic. He does a lot of different things. So there is probably something in there for me. Yeah. But I, what, from what I've heard, I'm I'm all right. I'm super curious to see. I'm going to look up and see how many records he put out. 14. Okay. Yeah, there's, prob- there's probably a record or two in there that I would really enjoy. Just just play, playing the odds. <laughs> right. Well, you know what 14 records means. Uh, okay. Beck draft is not on the list. <laughs> it, it could be. It could be. We could put Beck draft on the list if there is a Beck fan that wants to draft with us. That's the only way. And then there's enough records, and then I'll go last, so I only get four. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, it's a possibility. We could add it to the list if you want to. If you know somebody that really is into Beck, by all means, we'll bring them on, make the energy even weirder, and <laughs> we'll draft Beck. I'll, I'll spend a week or two with Beck's discography and. Then we'll really I, get to the bottom if there's something in there for me. I do have a friend who just went and saw Beck like a month or two ago. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if it's something that somebody wants, the Beck draft, <laughs> I, I guess I can listen to 14 albums of Beck, I guess. You heard it here, listeners. If you want in on a Beck draft, let us know. Shoot us an email at areyoulistening.pod at gmail.com. Also released on the 13th, we have Enslaved with E. No. I don't think I'm familiar with that one either. Man, oh this, is a, this, this is a weird time. Yeah, really not hitting. Uh, th- uh, the Front Bottoms with Going Gray? I know the record. Not a huge Front Bottoms guy, but I know okay. the record. I, I like. I, I genuinely like a bunch of songs. Mm-hmm. I think I, I jumped on the Front Bottoms after. It was like kind of a tangential move or kind of like a equilateral move. I was listening to Lot of Speed a lot, and then somehow Front oh, yeah. Evolved and Gotcha listen to them for a bit but i mean i know people that are huge for the front one all right well maybe this next one you know at all we got gucci main with mr davis <laughs> man i know i listened to it again <laughs> this seems like a rough year for music because none of these Oof. are like big records maybe they yeah. will be in 10 years i don't know is that the one right after got out of jail maybe i have no idea about gucci main at all we did it we did an episode I was on yeah. both of them, though, I guess. so. It was on Gucci Mane and Waka Flocka. This album is Gucci Mane's second commercial project of the year, following the Drop Top Wop mixtape. Oh, my. Um, Young Dolph's on this thing. ASAP Rocky's on it. Schoolboy Q. Yeah, it sounds like it's made for you. Well, no, because then you got The weekend, and you got Chris Brown, and you got Ty Dolla Sign. So, you know. Gotcha. I definitely listened to it, but... I don't remember it. Uh, next up on the 13th, Knuckle Puck with Shapeshifter. I think that's a blind spot for both of us. That's in that pop punk era that I had no connection to at all. Nothing. Yeah, I don't think I know them at all either. Like them and Neck Deep seem. Yeah, Man like Overboard. But you said you got a little into Man Overboard. Yeah, I did get a little bit into Man Overboard. But, I mean, I got to give them credit, though, because if they... If that's the only, then again, we're not part of the scene at the time, but if that's the only bands of the scene at the time, they did keep it alive because it did have a resurgence. So you have to kind of respect those bands. Yeah. Well, here's one that I know you listen to because we did a draft on this artist. Beautiful Trauma by Pink. Oh, yeah. Always Pink. I just saw a bunch of, I fell down a rabbit hole the other day on Instagram just watching like Pink, like gifts from her shows and God damn. Oh, really? God damn, is she excellent? Like flying and like doing the trapeze stuff and everything. yeah, and just and just like if like weird stuff would happen like on stage, like just stage patter here and there or something like that. It's just oh, she's gotcha. just excellent. She has just yeah. amazing energy. I love pink. Yeah, she's fantastic. Go listen to our pink draft episode because it was fun. It was very fun. It was uh, coming out on the twentieth. We have trivium with the sin in the sentence. <laughs> man yeah. it's like everyone you say the band and then i'm like yeah and then the album i'm like no yeah <laughs> i may have listened to it but i don't i don't know 27 yeah, this is... sounds like a time when i probably maybe wouldn't have been so into what they were doing right this isn't one of the records that i really enjoyed from them at least when it came out yeah and i haven't listened to it again in a really long time they have a 
a run of records that I really, really enjoy. And I usually just stick to those, but maybe I'll go back and re-listen to this one because yeah. I don't have very many like memories of listening to this at all. Yeah, that's what it's like for me. There's like two, maybe three. That just mm. give me those records. I don't need any more trivia. Like, cause yeah. e- even if if I'm being honest, those three records to me sound the same anyway. Oh, I I love trivia, but I just have like a nostalgic connection to two or three records, and if they're if they're doing the same stuff, like the technical shit, then I don't yeah. need the other stuff. Just give me that, and I'll get my it'll wet my whistle, and I'll be on my way. <laughs> gotcha. Well, coming out on the 27th, we have Big Crit with Forever is a Mighty Long Time. Now that is an amazing record. Hey, there's one you know. That's one one I definitely know. That's a great record. Yeah, this record's crazy. I love this record. And I didn't listen to it when it came out, though. So I guess do with that what you will. But Confetti was, when I heard this, I probably listened to this two or three years ago. Okay. And when I heard Confetti, holy shit. Like yeah. I felt like confetti is a track that I really needed in my life for many years. And the fact that I got it off that. Yeah, this record's great. This record made big crit a player for me. Like I never really thought about big crit one way or the other. Oh, okay. And then I listened to this record and I was like, Oh, he's a, he's, he's a, he's a killer. Is what I don't I know anything about him. Uh, Southern hip hop. Okay. So definitely your lane, less my lane. Um, probably in the middle. Because it's not like straight Southern, nothing about nothing but lean and rims. Like there's (laughs) there is you could say there is some quote unquote conscious material in there. Oh, okay. I I don't want to go so far as to say he's like the Southern Kendrick. Oh, my. Because it's not like quite at that level. But if, if, if I could get closer, he's like he's more in the vein of outcast than he is like Paul Wall. If that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that. So now, yeah, now we have a, a Southern hip hop barometer, I guess. You got Outkast on one side. <laughs> and Paul Wall on the you other. Paul Wall on the other, and everybody will fit in between somewhere. Sure. Also on the 27th, we have another Canadian release. I was a fan. Gord Downey released Introduce Yourself. Gord is that Downey. A, is that an actor? No, he's uh, the singer for The Tragically Hip. And he did work with Jeff Lemire on that uh, Secret Path comic book slash record. Okay. Um, that I really enjoyed. I think I told you about it. I don't know if you ever. I know I've heard the it. name Gord Downey. So yeah. It's and probably I, for I me. Know, I know the the band tragically hit, but I don't know if I could pull one track. Oh man, that might they might have to be added to the list. Then we'll do another Canadian episode. Okay. I. And I, knowing the Tragically Hip, I don't think I knew they were Canadian. So there's another. Oh, well, there you charm. go. There you go. I feel like these bands should be required to wear Canadian flag apparel at all times. Just maple leaves all over. Just, yeah, just the, 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 the red stripes and the maple leaf. Let's, let's get this thing. <laughs> let's get this thing is under control. Oh, also released on the 27th, we have Kelly Clarkson with Meaning of Life. I knew you got to bring her up. Anytime yep. she does anything, you got to bring her up. You know it. I think she has enough that we could do a draft. Man. But I think one of the records is a Christmas album. We'll have to look into it. I think I think I wrote it down about possibly doing a Kelly Clarkson draft. I don't know. I have to look at her discography. I'm sure that list is just riddled with things I'm not interested in. <laughs> it might be. I don't know. Also on the 27th, one you definitely didn't listen to, Weezer with Pacific Daydream. I sure didn't. Nope, you didn't. <laughs> I've listened to exactly. Is it only one? Was there a Weezer record on the dra- on the hundredth hundred? No, because that's rock and metal. Yeah, that was rock and metal. I don't think I there you was. Consider, one. You consider Weezer a rock band, I guess, but maybe they didn't. I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't, yeah. I've sure. only listened to Van Weezer. That's it. That's the yep, only that's one. It. Also on the twenty seventh, Yellow Wolf with Trial by Fire. Yeah, I know Yellow Wolf. I one hundred percent was not listening to Yellow Wolf in twenty seventeen. That's for sure. There was one record I listened to of his that I really enjoyed. I feel like it was called Radioactive or something like that. Was he signed to Shady? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah but your... I think it was pre-2017. Okay. It had to be. I think way before 2017, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but I never I never really, aside from that one record, I didn't really get into Yellow Wolf that much. You read it here first. He was a Yellow Wolf head from way back. <laughs> no. 
And then he gave up on him once he went too mainstream. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Hipster Yellow Wolf fan over here. <laughs> I got one more release for October 2017. I think I think you will have enjoyed this one. Released on October 31st. Halloween. Halloween. Without warning by 21 Savage, Offset, and Metro Boomin. Yeah, that is that is the record responsible for me being as big of a 21 Savage head as I am now. There, big 21 Savage fan. There's a track off that called Ric Flair Drip. You might have seen the the video for it because Ric Flair was in it. Oh, okay. And it's like, you know, Ric Flair Drip go woo on a bitch. And... <laughs> oh god and i heard that and i loved it obviously and then that may be diving more to 21 savage and i listened that full project and then there's a there's a track called ghostface killers ghostface killers which is great i loved that and then from there it was just like yeah i am on board for this energy i am on board for all this yeah and it also made me recently remember that oh yeah i do really like offset because he just put a new record out a little bit ago, and I, I enjoyed that quite a bit as well. But Offset is part of the Migos, right? Yes, although the Migos okay. are no more because, because Takeoff was killed, even yeah. though they broke up before that. Oh, okay. You may get a Migos album at some point. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll look forward to that. They are long. Are they? <laughs> well, you got to think, even if you even if you put out a record with 12 tracks, you have three people that are going to get a verse every track. That's well, a right. Long, yeah, that's, that's a long. Lot. It's a long track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. And then you add some features and you got five people on a track. It's going to be yeah. a long it's going to be a long track. Yeah, it sure is. Well, that's it for uh records released in October 2017. We'll jump into the charts. Do you want the Hot 100 or the 200 first? I'll give you the choice. 200 first because if there's any hits that would have driven the record there, I want to try to guess them. Okay, sounds good. So Billboard 200, week of October 14th, 2017. Coming in at number five, Janae Aieko with Trip. I mean, I know who she is based off of that that awesome like rap competition reality show we both watched on. Yeah, but that's really all I know her from. And I know she is she with Big Sean. Is that who she's with? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, it's Big Sean. There we go. It is Big Sean. Yeah, Detroit native. I believe they had a baby. Okay. Yes, they welcomed their first child, a son named Noah. I don't think we need to. We probably don't need to throw his name out there. on here. <laughs> yeah, I get, I, it's it's weird that it's like very easily found, though. But yeah, that is kind of strange. Rihanna and ASAP named their kid Riza, so fucking more power to him, man. That's there sick. you go. That is sick. That's a <laughs> that fucking sick. move. All right, so what's next one? All right, coming in number four, we have Kevin Gates with "By Any Means 2. Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, I know Kevin Gates. <laughs> Kevin Gates is a wild dude. Yeah, I don't know if. Like, I've definitely listened to a couple projects, but none of it was ever like, put it this way. I've never messaged you to be like, you should check out this Kevin Dates. Kevin no, Dates. you haven't. No, no, no. He's a he's a specific sound and person for a specific group of people. And those people love him. Yeah. I saw a headline recently where he spit into a pregnant woman's mouth. while performing. Oh, God. She asked for it. She wanted it. Great. Great. Yeah, those, those are the Kevin Gates fans. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, coming in number three, we have Lil Uzi Vert with Love is Rage 2. Um, not a giant Lil Uzi Vert fan. Yeah, I, you I, I like him. I, I like him here and there, but not I'm a not a fan. fan. I bet you I, I'm going to be able to pull the, the single from that on the Hot 100, though, without a doubt. If you can, uh, more power to you because I don't have the I don't have it on the list. <laughs> oh, so OK. All right, maybe it was, maybe it's a different record then. Okay, it's it's definitely not in the top five. I'll tell you that. Okay, uh, coming in at number two, we have Macklemore with Gemini. No, no, no. <laughs> I would take Little Uzi Vert ninety nine out of a hundred times over a Macklemore record, and that may be unfair. That may be unfair <laughs> to Macklemore, but I just don't really get down to what I've ever heard Macklemore doing. So, right, I've what was that uh, thrift shop? Yeah. That that's really the only rec- the only song of his I know, uh, and I didn't really need it. Uh, but see, then I think on the other side, like he's friends with Kesha, and they tour together, so he has to be an okay dude, right? Maybe. I mean, she has questionable taste in people. She did, but this is current. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Like they just like he just like did drop did a surprise drop in on one of her shows or something and they performed together. I don't know. Oh, OK. Who's that surprise for? <laughs> I d- no like who who's at the Kasha show going, oh, man, I really hope Macklemore shows up tonight. Is he going to show up? <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at number one. We have the killers with wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, I don't know that one. Neither do I. If I it's not I've... Hot Fuss, I don't know it. There's Hot Fuss and there's another one. There's Sam's Town? Wasn't that the next one? Oh, I don't I think know. That I had a big hit one. off of it. I thought it might have been the one before that. There's one before Hot Fuss? Hot Fuss is their first one. Okay. And I don't know Sam's Town, but I do know Day and Age, which is their third one. I don't know their third one. Weird. Weird I know their first and third record, and that's it. Like, that yeah. is it. <laughs> that is yeah. It. I stopped after the second one. Well, I'm, maybe maybe that's why I like Day and Age is because I didn't listen to the second one. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't think it was bad. I think I was just past that sound. Okay, that's fair. Well, in all of the Billboard 200, there was a lot of long-lasting records. Okay. So I just picked one that was relevant to us. A little bit of a throwback here. Coming in at number 160 with 205 weeks of re-entry onto the charts, The Fame by Lady Gaga. There it is. That you were just room temperature water about, kind of. Yeah, a little, a little bit on the colder side of room temperature, but well, that's because you're uncomfortable with the sexuality. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that's the only reason why it, it dropped below room temperature. If it would have been like a Christian edited Lady Gaga record, you'd have been, <laughs> you'd have been in. You'd have been. Oh God, <laughs> I don't think I would have needed that either. When was when was that re- that record released? Two thousand nine. Yeah. So coming back on the charts like eight years later, because those songs are timeless, man. Those hit, yeah. even if you want to ignore the rest of the record, ignore all the album cuts. Those hits are, I feel like, are genuinely timeless. But I I went nuts over Let's Dance or Just Dance. Yeah, Just Dance, Paparazzi, Poker Face. The, yeah. Those all. I mean, they're such good pop pop tracks that if if they catch on in a movie, if they catch on on a commercial, it's gonna blow up again. Right. Or even if she puts out another record or has another single hit in the charts, people are going to go back to the fame. <laughs> they should. It's so fucking good. Well, that they apparently did because it ended up at 160. All right. So let's get into the Billboard Hot 100. Coming in at number five, we have Louis Fonzi and Daddy Yankee featuring Dust- Justin Bieber with Despacito. Yeah, that song was huge. This must be a significant amount of time after it was out because it... Yeah. It was like a billion YouTube views or something like that number doesn't even seem real. Yeah, that's crazy. You, I remember billion? you telling me about this song uh, and yeah. me saying I still don't remember it. it. It is kind of an inconsequential song. Like you hear it mm. and you know what it is, but you don't really think about it a lot. Gotcha. But that that might have to be that it's it's a heavy like Spanish based track because Daddy Yankee, obviously. Yeah. And, but yeah, it's it was giant. I, I never... I understood why it was huge, mm-hmm. but that 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 also is what I kind of saw as the springboard of how Bad Bunny. This isn't diminishing Bad Bunny's talent. I think Bad Bunny's unbelievably talented, but some record companies saw that the Spanish market is that big, and they were like, "We got to do something." And then oh, okay. here comes Bad Bunny being talented already, but then with the push of a record company, boom. Did Pitbull get really big after this record or before? Hey, that's Mr. Worldwide. He's always been big. Okay, I don't know anything about him. <laughs> there is a song I've li- I listened to that had Pitbull. I think it was it might have been Pitbull's song or was featured Pitbull in probably whew, 2007, 2006. Oh, okay. And it was it was a euphemism about <laughs> having sex and beating those cheeks called <laughs> called i want to break that bumper which oh, is wow pretty insane wow <laughs> moving on from that we'll go to number four with logic featuring Alyssa cara and khalid with their track 1-800-273-8255 uh the the suicide prevention track the the, the suicide t- awareness track the track that made me give Logic a chance. <laughs> I really like it. I like this record. Uh, I think it came off of the the record Everybody, uh, and I was a, I was a fan of it. I thought that song was good, and I was like, yeah. oh, maybe Logic has something here. And it doesn't diminish that song. Like that's a good song. Still, I, I like the idea behind. It. I like all of it. It's great. Mm. But 
no logic is not done anything for me after that song gotcha (laughs) also now that you've told me these first two that's wild that this may have been a time where i was not listening to the charts because i know these tracks but i wasn't like paying attention and like oh i gotta i gotta listen to this again right because these aren't giant hits for me they're giant hits like those two songs are huge but for me they weren't hitting these next three might might change your mind okay coming in number three taylor swift with look what you made me do (laughs) yeah that was a giant song (laughs) that was a giant song that i i was cringing listening to and then it kind of turned the corner and became oh no this is fine and then now i think if i revisit it might be a little cringy again but Oh, really? It's, it's Taylor Swift. She's fantastic. I can't. I can't. <laughs> so so Emily and I the other day were driving around mm-hmm. and uh, like we went shopping or whatever. And we got in the car. As the radio turned on, Taylor Swift was on. OK. And I was like, oh, man. OK. And then we went, stopped, got back in the car after we were done shopping. Taylor, Taylor Swift back on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, we go somewhere else, get out of the car, do our shopping or whatever, get back in the car, Taylor Swift on the radio again. Mm -hmm. It literally happened six times that day. Yeah. Like every single time we got back in the car, Taylor Swift, a different track, mind you, Mm -hmm. was on the radio. Dog, she's that big. She's the biggest musician in the world. I think It was wild. It was the wildest thing. And even like at the end, Emily and I both looked at each other and we're like, really? (laughs) <laughs> Taylor Swift again I think after the third it's probably like that it's probably like again and yeah, if it was I the same track it'd be a different story but different tracks even is like wow yeah man crazy. it was nuts it was absolutely nuts and it wasn't like it wasn't Pandora it wasn't like satellite radio it was, it was the, the regular ass like <laughs> FM radio yeah playing Taylor Swift six seven different times where we just happened to be getting back in the car turning on the ignition and there she is yeah yeah and it, it really makes you wonder though who who's that for <laughs> apparently like, everybody listening to 96.3 fm in detroit but who is and and i mean that that is the point of the fact that it's not the same track is the weird part because uh, radio stations will play the same tracks every like yeah, yeah. hour or so because not every most people aren't listening to the radio for longer than an hour so right. if, they, if they put the radio on, they want to hear Taylor Swift tracks. But sure. the fact that it's six different tracks is crazy. Absolutely. I crazy. mean, it, it might not have like it, it might, might have, not been, have been every single been one different is different. Tracks. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been just a, a handful. But me not knowing anything about Taylor mm-hmm. Swift, they all sounded different to me because it was different times of the day. Yes. Yeah. But it was crazy. That That is pretty insane. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty insane. Yeah. It was nuts. Uh, moving on past that, we get number two. Post Malone featuring 21 Savage with Rockstar. Talk about the hit, the charts hitting. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. Now I can tell you exactly what was going on. I had just bought my first Kia Nero. Okay. And because whatever you buy, whatever, well, at least then, whenever you bought a Kia, they, Sirius XM included their radio for like three months or something. Oh, yeah. You get the free subscription. So I would put on like the, the hits channel and man, did this thing. I didn't Rockstar really was huge. I didn't really like Post Malone that much yeah. before this. Like I, I and again, I all I knew of him was White Iverson. So yeah. it was a it was a weird time to be like, oh, this is happening. Yeah. But this was before me really getting into Post Malone too. I would say that that track helped me a lot with 21 Savage too, because holy shit, do I love his verse on that. I, yeah. I that whole track's great, but I love 21 Savage on that too. I think those two should put out a collab album. It would be amazing. It would be something. Coming in at number one. Pretty sure you know this one. Cardi B with Bodak Yellow. Yeah, that was a giant track, too. That, that song's hard, too. Man, yeah. I like that song. That song, when I heard that, I was like, this is fucking something. And then I went back and listened to her older shit when it was like, she's actually like in front of the corner store gangbanging in the videos. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Man, this is this is awesome. I like this. I like hard Cardi more than I like sexy Cardi. But I don't know anything about her at all. Yeah, but I'm I'm good on both of them. Like I, I respect both of them. She 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 had a couple features on her husband Offset's new record that was, oh, okay. that was solid. So I, I enjoyed that. That's good. I got a couple other ones that uh, you would appreciate at least coming in at number fifteen. Twenty one Savage with bank account. Got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven M's in my bank. There you go. Coming in at number twenty four, we have Kesha with praying. 
Now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. this is a big single. Actually, yeah, this is this is a big single times for me. I loved a lot. I liked a lot of those tracks. So I was into it, but I was just particular of what mm-hmm. I was listening to, I guess. It's like some weren't hitting, but I chose the ones that were hitting. Right. And then number 29, one last mention of her, Pink with What About Us. <laughs> yeah. It's an, and another banger of a track, man. Yeah, I love that song. Well, that's it for the charts. That's it for the releases. That's it for the notes. Brand, you listened to The Glorious Sons, Young Beauties and Fools. I did. Released October 13th, 2017. I did. 10 tracks, yeah. 32 minutes, 29 seconds. And it started off with My Poor Heart. My Poor Heart. So it starts off sounding like some Jason Mraz, like Jack Johnson style. <laughs> Like that's what I got from the beginning. I was like, "Oh, what's what's going on here?" You, you weren't a big fan of that those piano chords hitting. Uh, here's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I didn't mind the piano chords because I also like I had good memories of Ben Folds at the time. Like I was like, "All right, I like that." Yeah, record. yeah. And then it morphs into like a Springsteen situation with his. Oh, vocals. okay. He's down there, like he's doing that. Gotcha. And it remind, and then with the piano and the Springsteen, I was like, "Ooh, maybe we should go back to the Jack Johnson stuff." Oh no. And then it morphs again into like indie folk pop. Like okay. it, uh, it was a, a wild beginning of this track, without a doubt. Sure. There's there's some there, there's some wild swings in what I hear as the genre, but it, they, they, they fit it well together. I believe showing off the vocals like they did at the top was necessary for me because the tone itself wasn't great for me. Okay. But the fact that I could hear him hit certain notes, I was like, oh, okay, okay. They, they, they can at least sing. Yeah, I I really really enjoy his voice. He's got a little bit of a raspiness to it that I really like. Okay, Tom Waits. Uh, when he hits, when he hits those highs, I do love Tom Waits. I hate the sing along part, the ma and pa. It just it's it's super cringy to me. I don't know. Oh, okay. Why. Yeah. It just it's for it just it makes me like my knuckles tighten up, and I'm just gotcha. like, oh, I don't like this. I do not like that. Super cringy in the and I that's the hook. So that's the bummer. Yeah. Too. The hook is cringy. We're not moving in the right direction. Yeah, it's kind of tough. I did really like the, I lost my wallet and my keys. I really like that. Yeah, Springsteen. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I suppose, yeah. So let's move on to the second track, Josie. The beginning of this song has the sounds of one of my like least favorite genres. I can't really explain. Oh, what the, I can't really explain what the genre is, but like that sound and the way he's singing. I, I, I wish I could even tell you because like I tried to figure out what it is, but it bugs me and gets under my skin. Okay. The hook of this is super pop country. It sounds like it'd be on froggy consistently. <laughs> and I hate the Josie closely. I hate it. I oh, hate you're not a fans. fan of that, huh? I could hear this coming out of trucks that are covered in Confederate flags. Like oh, wow. I, I, the pop countryness of this hook. I hated it. I hated it. The accents on it grinds my gears so bad. It makes me wish my bones were dry. That's how much I hate it. Oh my God. Like my, like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in my body and my bones are wet. I'm like, just dry out. out." (laughs) The Josie closely, man, that, that hook. That just wasn't doing it for you. It grinds my gears. And I, I wish I could be more vocal and explain why. Cause I can't, I don't know why just I'm listening to it and it's just no. It's a no oh. for me, dog. Gotcha. So let's we're, move we're on. We're having a tough time already, <laughs> huh? Let's move on to Everything is All Right. Okay. This is the first single okay. uh, from, from the record. It sounds like Hey There, Delilah in that opening like little riff. It okay. sounds exactly like Hey There, Delilah. <laughs> yeah, it's got that. that I mean, it's got that acoustic guitar opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the acoustic folky beginning works for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Even if there's some like unnecessary inflections and like false accents in his voice. Right. I don't really vibe with it, but they're there and I, I can deal with the, the acoustic stuff. Okay. Have, haven't touched a pretty thing in 40 years is a pretty cool line. I'll give you that. <laughs> 40 days. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. In 40 days. I mean, the dude's probably like 23 <laughs> yeah. when he I haven't touched this. A, haven't touched a pretty thing in 40 days is a cool line. I'll yeah. give it that. The hook is solid, I guess. Okay. I've like I've really liked the length of these so far. I can tell you that. Yeah, they're they're pretty short. Not one of them overstays their welcome. Like they they come in, they do what they're going to do. Even if I don't like what they're doing, they're right. there. They do it and then they leave. So they're not offensive in any way. Sure. This one reached uh, number thirty-two on the U.S. charts. 
U.S. charts. Yeah, yeah, U.S. charts. It was All big. Right. Good for them. Maybe Al- I heard it. alternative songs charts. I okay, guess. not the two. More, let me be more specific. Not the, not the Hot 100. Then got it. No. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to Come Down. Come Down. They added a synth at the beginning here, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's very infectious. I like a synth. You give me a synth, and it's great. It is very liking it to like 80s pop. I'll go a little later because once he starts singing with the synth, I hear like a very life house, like a very oh okay, like early mid thousands Christian alt rock pop stuff. Like <laughs> that's what I hear a lot from it. Gotcha. From the guitars to the vocals, I feel the Lord heavy in this one. This one, <laughs> this one just feels like it, like Emery could have written this song. Is all right. Like, there's a lot of there's. I feel like a lot of heavy Christian music themes in here. Even if I don't think the hook is exceptional, it's still catchy, and I'll give it to them that they know how to write a hook. Like they they understand they have, and I say it all the time: pop sensibilities. They got them. They know. Yeah. They know what a pop hook is, and the the added synth helps this one out a lot. I think it would have been kind of lost in the sea of the record so far if mm-hmm. it wouldn't have had that synth. But that synth adds a little bit to it. To kind yeah, of it, it breaks up the tone. Yeah, a bit. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. I love the you got the money and I've got the heart. I know a guy that delivers to these parts. I'm a fan of that. Moving on to hide my love. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't like the way you said that. Now we're into like a blue eyed soul ballad. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like it's equal parts come together. Like I hear come together in this. Oh, okay. Specifically the move me like that part of come together. (laughs) That part. Yeah. And then the 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 why do you hide me my love gives me something else in like the 70s 80s rock era and I couldn't pull okay. that one. By the way, I couldn't pull come together until last night. Like I was <laughs> I was trying all week and then last night I was like what is that? And I and I just was just going through it in my head and I got to it and I was like yeah, it's come together. And then I but I still could not pull out the other maybe it's a bad company song but i don't know it's something 70s 80s rock in there i can't really place it but it's another perfect length for the for the track gotcha. like we're, we're good to go on this track at least we got you on time <laughs> yes I'm, I'm, I'm in and out i'm punching in and punching out right moving on to godless graceless and young yeah it sounds if there's everything i ever heard by them it sounds like this might be the one like this one okay. i felt some bit of recognition for it also feels like this is a song that I would hear like when I'm at the car dealership <laughs> and I would hate myself. I'd be sitting there going through a crisis like this is good. Why is this good? And then I would just go on like a, this isn't good. What do you th- what the fuck is wrong with you? Why do you think this is good? This is a car dealership song. What is wrong with you? This isn't good. But I think it is good. But I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I'd question. I'd start questioning myself. The words being sung are cool, but yeah. they're sung in a way that. Anytime I've kind of ever heard things sung this way, it's usually bad things. Like gotcha. it's I don't agree with. So it was a really add in the, the mold. Exactly. Add in the crisis of me not thinking this should be good. And then hearing the lyrics and hearing that they're not bad things. Yeah. It's a weird feeling. It was a really weird feeling. Well, it's it's because it feels so damn good to be godless graces in Leung. I guess so. And that, yeah. that, that hook was great. That hook. Yeah, I, I do really like this song. My blood. This is the reason I picked this record. This is the first time of year. This is the one that got you into it. No, this is uh, the mention of Thanksgiving. Okay. (laughs) The fuzzy distortion helps this track, and then the fentanyl reference helps more. I thought I I was kind of thinking you might fuck with that one. Yeah, but then for some reason the hook makes me defensive again. Like my hackles. Why? I don't know. Like I feel like a like a Halloween cat. Like my bar, my back's arched. And I'm like ready to hiss when I hear the hook. I don't know. It makes me wow. squirmy. It makes me uncomfortable. Even with the added fun and the bounciness, it still kind of gets under my skin. I was gonna say this is kind of just a fun track. Yeah, talking about family dysfunction and shit. It puts my hackles are up. Maybe that's why. Is it the family dysfunction that's getting you all defensive? defensive? No, it's because it's, it's more the sound. I don't know why. That's so weird. I don't know why. I may need to talk about this with my therapist. I think you might because this is like, I <laughs> thought you would. Bouncy. I acknowledge it. I thought you would like this track just because it's, it's fun. It's got the drug reference. It's all about 
not being able to get past like genetics again family I, dysfunction i don't dislike this track i just and, dislike the hook and it starts off with like pvc pipes like blue man group yeah yeah true. i love that shit i like a bunch of it i just the hook made me made me Man. again if i can re- overuse the word my hackles were right I, I get it <laughs> <laughs> i get it moving on to sos sawed off shotgun this is the first track i heard from them okay this this was a big a big track uh when it what, came out was it, all it, over it was the radio. A, okay then i may have heard that also yeah I'm unsure of this one, but then the hook brings me in. The hook is so well done. Mm-hmm. Like the hook is just crazy. Well done. It's yeah. catchy. It's interesting. It's bouncy. Also, are there some, some subtle horns on this track? I think there are. Yeah. So what you're telling me is this is a Scott track. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. That this is a Scott track. Uh, maybe there's a little bit in there. It is kind of bouncy. I don't think I like the whole track, but I okay. really enjoy the hook and the, story they're telling i guess like i I don't i like the story they're telling but again good length (laughs) i i like the thought process of that song like trying to live your life being good without having to take medicine and dull everything in the world yeah i was was like that for many years now give me all the medicine give me all of it to make me feel normal again (laughs) moving on to so much love to give so much love to give Maybe it's because I had high hopes for this one based off the title. Because like even even when I was at my darkest in my life, I always kind of felt that. Like I always feel like I have so much love to give. I just want to give oh, it. To yeah. Everybody. Even even when I was like I was like in my head, don't talk to me. Don't talk. Don't fucking talk to me. I don't like. You're yeah, right. I was still like there was a part of me that was like I have so much love to give. Like I just I really do. Or maybe it is really just the generic version of what they've already been doing. But this one let me down. This one gotcha. kind of let me down a bunch. It just doesn't quite hit anywhere or it doesn't even scratch any itch. Like I would take a track getting under my skin over a track doing nothing because at least at least it's eliciting some type of feelings. Sure. But this one doesn't really do anything. It's inconsequential. It's an album cut. So that's fine. Like albums are allowed to have that. Yeah, it was short. Yeah. Moving on to (laughs) thank you for saying goodbye. I. Yep. Let's let's do it. Has the immediate vibes of a closer. So yeah, sure I, I respect it already. Yep. The the singing, especially the dirty things, fiery nights, gives me heavy Oliver Tree vibes. Oh, okay. So like the way his vocals are processed and sung is what I'm getting out of this in this one. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love that. Like I love Oliver Tree. So I love that sound that gives me that. And the closer is absolutely a closer, and I appreciate I appreciate them putting it at the end because this track would not fit. Anywhere oh, else. nowhere else. This yeah, is a closer nowhere. because closers need to have goodbye in the title. Yeah, it's it's perfect for a closer. Mm-hmm. So my top three. Wow. Yeah. If you have any. Um, let's go. Everything is all right. OK. At number three or number yes. one. That's number three. OK. Hide my love because I do love the song come together and whatever other <laughs> song, whatever other song I'm getting out of that. Sure. And then SOS, Sawed Off Shotgun, will be my number one. Because that is, is a great song. Yeah, that is also my number one. Yes. Uh, my number two is Thank You For Saying Goodbye, because I okay. love it as a closer. I think it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And then my number three is My Blood, because I I love that weird, wacky opening that sounds like Blue Man Group <laughs> featured on it. Yes. And I just, I, I don't know. I love the track. I think it's super good. Again, I, I didn't hate any whole track i hate yeah. m- moments of tracks the majority of tracks i don't hate the majority of tracks no, no, i no. hate the majority pieces of each track no i wouldn't even say the majority <laughs> i would say there's just like one thing about each track that gone under my skin but gotcha. it wasn't even the majority of it yeah well i don't think i need to but i'll ask the question okay brand Glorious Sons, Young Beauties and Fools, Throne, Own, Phone, or Grown. Like I said, there's a piece of each of these tracks that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. At some point this week, I was able to rationalize that uncomfort and live within it 
and then let my true feelings shine through. I love this record. What? I'm I was blown away by this record. Are you I, serious right now? Whatever weird disclaimer and yeah. genre we have to put on this, this is a throne record for me. Fuck off, you lie. I loved this thing. There are pieces that I hated, but then I would get mad at myself for hating them and be uncomfortable about it. I don't yeah. know what made me uncomfortable. I don't know what made me feel weird, but I every time I played this, I loved it. Did I loved really? I loved every track I was listening to. Even with the back of my head saying, you shouldn't love this. This yeah. is not good. This isn't good. You should hate this. I loved every single time I played this track. Oh every, my God. Every track, I loved every track. Even with those pieces. I hated pieces, but I loved all of it together. Oh, wow. So there there was a little bit of I, of planning in my nose to make you, it seem like I hated it a lot more. You cloak and daggered the shit yeah. out of me on this one. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> that was the plan. No, this thing is amazing oh that's awesome i can't walk up to somebody and recommend it to them because i have no arguments for when they say this sounds like shit because right i I can't explain it every track has something that makes me cringe and feel uncomfortable right but it's so good it's the the pop is so good on it there's such good pop sensibilities here i'm using it again yeah who cares if my hackles are raised i'm enjoying it yeah so i was able to let go of that and be like stop it, it it doesn't matter if you think you shouldn't like it. I do right. like it. And that's, I liked it a lot. And it is whatever put it in the uncomfortable. Canadian. Crowd. Canadian Can- Southern Canadian, American rock. Canadian uncomfortable music. And <laughs> right. that's a throne for me. I don't understand it. I'm still confused by it. I is this out on vinyl? Because I'm gonna try to buy this. It's it is, but it like even on discogs, it's hard to find and expensive. Okay. But, I haven't been I mean, able to come across one myself yet, but I want it. Well, I'm going to keep an eye out because I did love this thing. That's I, awesome. I had a a whole just travesty in myself trying to figure it out. I couldn't, man, I was rationalizing left and right why <laughs> I couldn't like this, why you should like it. But right at the end of the day, I was able to say, you know what? You enjoy it. Who cares? I think this might be up? the most defensive I got on a record with you. <laughs> uh, I, I was throwing some stuff out there that I really enjoyed because I thought you were going to hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really good. I really enjoy it too. I'm glad you liked it. It's, that was a surprise. The, I think the major turning point for me was after listening to it for like, probably like three times, probably like Mm. two days. I listened to it three times and then I was, I was just so, I had those, those uncomfortable moments. Just, oh, you shouldn't like this. Right. I had to Google what they looked like. Oh, okay. I I was like, I need to see if, because if, if they look like what's in my head. Yeah. Then it's gonna be confirmed. I don't like this. Sure. When I saw him, I was like, "Oh, they're just people." Yeah, they're just they're just regular dudes. Again, I couldn't explain to you what I was expecting. Like, right. I don't. Did I expect like big cowboy hats or something? I don't know. Did I, <laughs> you know what? Maybe if they all looked like, uh, like the Mumford and Sons, maybe. Like, oh, maybe, maybe I'd have like been they're like trying too hard. Yeah, that might have been it. Right. Yeah. No, they're just jeans and t-shirts, dudes. Yeah, I was like, you know what? They're they're just people. I, I, yeah. I think I'm all right. And then from there, I was able to branch out and be like, you know what? You like this. Stop questioning yeah. so much. This is good. Stop. If you like this one, you might enjoy their next one. Uh, it's called The War on Everything. I don't know if my body can handle it. I know. I, I'm not going to bring it to you for the show. <laughs> okay. But like, just kind of piggybacking off of this record, you might like it. I I back to backed it all week long. And I really, really like that record, too. Even after I got past the, you like this, enjoy it. I would enjoy it, but those cringy parts would still make me cringe. They'd oh, still yeah. get under my skin. Right. I don't know, man. It's a, it's a tough one. It's a, it's yeah. a tough one. And maybe that is it. Like that review you read earlier, whereas mm-hmm. if you dig into it too much, you're not going to come up with much. Yeah, maybe. But it's still a good record. So yeah. make a shallow record then. If you make a good shallow record, it's better than a shitty deep record. Right? That's what I'll say. That's awesome. I'm so glad you liked a, it. It's a weird throne. That is a weird throne. Real, it was wildly weird. unexpected. Yeah. Well, I, I did kind of padded my notes yeah. to make it seem more negative. Yeah, you definitely did. But man, I'm glad you liked it. But yeah, I, I did hate parts of it. I hate oh, it. for sure. I hate it. 
hated, like not just disliked, I hated yeah. certain parts of it. I but, I had a feeling you wouldn't get down with a few things, mm-hmm. um, but I wanted to throw it your way because we've grown so much in our listening by doing this show. <laughs> yes. That I, I'm trying to find ways to lead into the more uncomfortable things for you. Yeah. I thought I was getting there with Lady Gaga and you shut down. Yeah. You wore you wore you, you wore a chastity belt to that fucking recording. <laughs> that was a rough one. That was a rough one. I will but say yeah, that. The only true complete negative, I think Joe's I don't like Josie. I don't like Yeah, her. you're not a fan I don't of like that how, one. I don't like how super pop country it is. Yeah. But other than that, man, this this record's excellent. It's That's awesome. It, it, it honestly st- until like Last night, I was just like, man, I don't know how to explain this. I don't <laughs> yeah, it's not one that you can just like give to anybody yeah. and hope they enjoy it. It's it's really weird. Like my first time listening, I was even in my head and I was I was going to be like, hey, Tara, listen to this bullshit, Scott. <laughs> and then like two times later, I'm like, like staring wide eyed at the floor being like, what is happening? Why does this sound like this? <laughs> but it was yeah it was great that's I awesome blown away by it awesome awesome well this wasn't the only thing you were listening to this week what's your record of the week i don't do this because this is my role that i try not to timestamp this yeah west side guns and then you pray for me holy shit man it was big for you i fucking i spun it back yeah it's been years since I've spun a record back immediately after listening to it. Yeah, and you I, told me you were doing that. And I was like, what? And I've probably listened to it three more times since then. That's wild. And it is, I think, the highest percentage of West Side Gun lyrics on a West Side Gun record. It's like 42% or something. <laughs> Big time bars. But all of the, I mean, all the all the features are there for me. Like, yeah. all the tracks are there. It's it feels it feels like art. And there there is even in a moment in it where he says this is um like audible art or something like that. Mm. Man, like, yes. Is there a yes. boldy feature on it? Yeah, I said it to you, remember? Because it's not I couldn't remember a, if you did or not. It's not a boldy feature. It's West Side Gun and Boldy James. It's not okay. it's not West Side Gun featuring, but all every other feature on the record says featuring. Mm. But West Side Gun gets it. When well, Boldy's on a track, it's not a feature. It's he's gonna fucking own the track. Oh yeah. Well, we've been wondering too because I mean there hasn't really been a Griselda Boldy release. There has not. Yeah. And if you think about it, I was wondering how weird it would be because Boldy and Westside Gun are two extremely different vibes. Oh yeah. But I mean, give it give it up to Westside Gun. He made it fucking work. Hey. You know what I mean? Like, give it up. To, I don't know, maybe Conductor Williams was the producer on that. Mm. Let's be honest, it was Boldy James. It might have been Alchemist. Yeah. But yeah, it, no, it was excellent. And then you pray for me, West Side Gun. Gotcha. Excellent. What's your record of the week? My record of the week, uh, almost in the same kind of vein. I was I was throwing it back, though, to like 94. Oh. And I went with Notorious B.I.G.'s Ready to Die. Okay. I was listening to it heavy. This week, I've got gotten into uh, listening to a lot of audiobooks while I'm wor- at work. Okay, and I found it's called "It Was All a Dream" by Justin Tinsley. I've really been enjoying it and going back and listening to Biggie stuff. And man, "Ready to Die" is just a monster of an album. Uh, it's just so fucking good. It's so good. Yeah, it's a little long for me, <laughs> but it was '94. It, like it's that's the, it's the time in hip hop when that's you, the era again, of you have something to say, fucking put it out and put everything out. Yeah. And also people weren't like fucking with full records like that back then either. No, it was, it was kind of like, hey, what are your favorite tracks? And they listen to those like you right. make your own playlist out of the record. Kind of yeah. how I told you when eventually you get Tupac is what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to do that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I love it, man. I've been listening to it front to back. Probably I I back to back Glorious Sons and ready to die That's <laughs> like all week long move. it was wild i was in a wild vibe all week long all right so i guess all that's left is for me to tell you what we're listening to next week yeah what are we getting into uh so i've been going over and looking at everything we've done like our mm-hmm. our body of work yeah. and i've been trying to write the ship recently okay there's there's there was a serious lack of female representation for a while 
Yeah. And like the last three or four I've brought you have all been female. They have. So we're going to continue on to five. Got it. And I'm going to ask you to leave your wife's opinions out of this. Oh, okay. You're going to get the Miley Cyrus record. Oh, wow. Bangers. Okay. She uh, She's not going to want to listen to this in the car. Yeah, that's why I said keep her opinions yeah. out of this. I need you to... After you formate your own, then yeah. you can you can go exp- talk to her. But I just I beg of you. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm completely open to it. I don't hate her voice nearly as much as Emily does. Okay, I don't. Um, I I actually don't hate it at all. Okay, well, there may be some things on this record you hate. I'm not. There might say, be. I'm not going to say you're not going to get away from this thing unscathed. Sure, it's gonna. You might catch tetanus from it. It's going to catch you like <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a rusty nail at a construction site. There's something that's going to catch you, and you're going to be like, "Ooh, I don't like that." But, Is this the one with Wrecking Ball on it? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. I actually yeah. kind of dig that track. Well, at least we'll have one positive then. Hopefully, there you go. <laughs> so Miley Cyrus bangers. This one was actually kind of like half requested from. Oh, someone. was it? So I'm not going to even tell you who that is. Until maybe, next I'll, week. maybe I'll tell you on the episode. Yeah. You have to tell you have to tell me on the episode. I'll tell you at the end of the episode. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> I want to know who who stuck me with this one. So Miley Cyrus Bangers next week. Dope. Follow us on Twitter or X at AOL Pod. Follow us on Instagram at AOL Pod. Send us an email at are you listening.pod at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group. Link will be in the show notes. Scott. Yeah, buddy. Thank you for the episode. Thank you for the podcast. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you, brother. Listeners, thank you for listening. Yes, always. Homework, go listen to something new and go listen to something you love. Yeah, homework. Are you listening? Are you listening? Just talking about maple syrup and saying a lot of A's. From the guitars to the vocals, I feel the Lord heavy in this one. Tinfoil. Hope you enjoy. Make me some cookies. You wore a chastity belt to that fucking recording. Ric Flair drip go woo on a bitch. Fuck off. You lie.